0: is something that's super important to people, the ability not just to move upwards, but to move sideways in organizations, that there's room to learn and grow, and that you don't have to leave a company in order to change your role.
1: Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by Jay Ventures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley, in partnership with Lomitech and sponsored by Homeward Ventures, Hippo Insurance, Upwest, Hillel at Stanford, Leap, and Birthright Excel, and in media partnership with C-Tech. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Today, we're gonna to meet Tracy Werner, head of communications and employer brand at Cognite. Tracy is a passionate communications leader obsessed with getting the right message to the right people at the right time. Every touch point in her career has entailed storytelling and raised the bar of communications in corporate settings. In her current role, she leads the team responsible for communication, internal and PR, employer brand, social media, and video. Tracy grew up in South Africa and now lives in Israel with her husband and three kids. Tracy Werner, welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Thank you so much for joining me from the Cognite offices, right?
0: Yes, in Herzliya. Yeah. Thank you, Michael. How are you? Wonderful.
1: I'm doing great. Thank you very, very much. You mentioned that usually you're the one sitting in my seat. And, and so yeah. we shared how, you know, so this, this is a different different situation, but I'm excited to have this conversation with you about this idea of communication, but in the world of communication, employer branding, and, and what that even means. I think that, you know, it's a growing term that we're seeing more and more today Certainly not one that we saw a few years ago very frequently, but, but we understand now the importance of it. With Cognite, you have the privilege of, of owning the employer branding strategy. For quite a few employees, you'll share some of the numbers with me uh, shortly, but I'm excited to pick your brain on, the, on both the importance of it, but then more tangibly, how does it work? You know, besides just the posters and the billboards and the quotes, how do you actually create an atmosphere where people feel acknowledged and feel they're a part of something meaningful? And so, Tracy, we have a lot to talk about. Tell me a little bit about you and how you ended up finding yourself in the world of employer branding all the way from almost being a Hollywood actress.
0: <laughs> so that was certainly the dream once upon a time. Uh, I'll be perfectly honest. Employer branding is fairly new to me. I, uh, my comfort zone has always been in communications in all sorts of forms. I've been in communication roles for 20 years. And a year ago, I joined Cognite uh, as it was setting itself up for a, a spinoff from Verant. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were doing a rebrand. We were establishing ourselves with a new name in the market. We provide security analytics software and we needed to position ourselves properly. And we needed to make sure that as a a company, our employer brand would remain strong, coming with a legacy of 25 years, but a new name. So you're trying to recruit employees, you're trying to get them to know what the company is and they've never heard the name before. So we have a lot to do. Uh, I'm responsible for internal communication, for PR, which is the external communication, social media and employer branding. But they're really a family. They all work so beautifully together. And all of them sit within the domain of marketing at Cognite, which I think works really well. And I will begin with with what employer branding is. And I think because I'm new to the the role, to the industry, I'll first of all say that I'm very lucky in Cognite because I've got an amazing team. So I'm learning a lot from the people who work um, for me. I've got a fantastic employer brand manager and I've got a manager who comes? our CMO, understands this world, and saw the importance of it very, very early on. So we've been investing in employer brand for a long time, but it's fairly new. And in the last year or two, it has simply blown up globally. It's become the profession. It's become one of the most important things any company has. So what is it? Yes. If you think of regular branding in marketing, if you're selling a product, it's how people perceive the value that your product brings. Employee branding is just the same. It's about how uh, potential employees and existing employees look at the company, how they feel when they hear the name, what they think the company does, and the value they think the company would bring if they were going to join the company or if they're going to talk about the company to other people. So it's how people see and perceive your company. It's the mm-hmm. brand your company has externally, and it's how people talk about it inside and outside the company. So that, that's what employer brand is. Why has it become so much more important today? With COVID, a lot of people stayed very static at the beginning. They didn't want to move. People were moving to home, and then. Things started getting back on track. They got used to it. It was easier to interview. They started becoming interested in other companies. I think in a lot of respects, people felt like one thing they could change in this huge mess the world had become was where they worked. And the job market went ballistic. Quite amazing to see. People started moving from all sorts of companies, big, small, startups, settled Uh, corporate not corporate people started to move and the employer brand became critical not just to retain employees not just to say guys there's a lot of great stuff happening in the company you can move to but also externally to say if you're going to move come to us so that's where where, that's where the impact of employer brand has, has really taken foot today
1: right now when we talk about you know employer branding in a more tangible way And obviously we want employees to be attracted to the brand of the company and to feel welcomed. And and this is both, you know, internally to existing employees, but also to attract new employees. But how does that actually work? How do do you actually manage a strategy for employer branding? Is it mainly in, you know, in gifts that you give employees and the writing on the wall? Are there different, you know, ways of thinking through creating this employer branding?
0: Right. So it's a great question because a lot of people think employer branding is big parties and billboards. Mm -hmm. And it's so much more than that. Of course, the employee experience is critical, but it's so much more. A lot of them think it's this kind of thing, you know, the swag, uh, stuff we all get. Someone asked me in Israel a while ago what swag stood for, so it's stuff we all get. Um, But it's so much more than that. It's deeply strategic. First of all, it has to align with the business goals. It has to align with whether you want to grow. You work very closely with the teams in the, the people teams, the HR teams for recruiting purposes. So it's much more than just stuff that, you know, you see on social media where people are having fun. I think for me, the most important thing in the strategy is that the employees need to relate to it. They need to feel like they own it. It needs to be authentic. Interesting. Um, for example, companies who have employer branding strategies develop something called an EVP, which is an employer value proposition. Um, and this is, this is the DNA of the company that you that you try to communicate to the external world. The way that they did it over here, and I say they because I wasn't part of the amazing team that did the work, but a, a, a process was run um, in Cognite several years ago, before we became Cognite, to develop the EVP. Um, we brought in consultants, we had roundtables with employees, we deep dived into what makes employees excited about working here. What differentiates this company from other companies? You need to understand that we're competing with companies like Google and Facebook, the really big giants. We're also competing with niche players, Um, but we do something that's, that's sought after and we need to compete with a range. And we looked at what are the things that differentiate us and differentiate the employee experience for people who are looking at joining us. So... Following that process and hearing the employees' voices, we came up with three main elements that were that really identify us as a company. Um, it's the people. It's the fact that there's the ability to move and grow and learn and, and, and change roles within the company. So there's that. It's uh, as a company, it's what our um, purpose is. The fact that we mm-hmm. work together to make the world a safer place. Critical today, and to have a real purpose, uh, people want to work for a place that's, you know, that's doing good. And uh, the technology, the challenges people are dealing with—they're dealing with some of the most complex challenges in the world. And the company addresses that need. We've got some really brilliant people over here, right? So when we sat in those meetings. Even when I joined and I wanted to understand more what drives them, I said to them, what are the languages I should be talking about on social media? And they said to me, never mind the language. We're smart enough to work out what language is needed and how to learn it. Give us the challenges. Tell us what needs to be solved. We'll find the solution. So that, that was really interesting to me. And when we looked at those three things, at the people, at the purpose, at the technology and brought them all together, we realized that the theme of Curious, appears in all of them the the, envoy, the the value proposition of curiosity was really what brought it all together and took that triangle and took it to the next level and that's that's the brand that we that we chose and then rolled out
1: What happens the next morning so you you have that aha moment okay curiosity this is a core, this is a core piece of, of what we're building here and who we are as an organization and as a business but then what happens the
0: next day? Wow. So, first of all, you talked about planning earlier, right? So it's all yeah. about the strategy. Now you've got the you've got your envo- your value proposition. Then you need to think: How do I take this and how do I get it out there? You validate it with the employees. You look globally because in different in different areas you've got different things that appeal to the population. So you look globally at what's going to appeal to each, and then you look at how you can communicate all of those areas. So, for example, in Israel and in and in several other countries around the world. We had a curiosity club where we had people that were coming to listen to lectures, and that were this was before COVID, when people could come in person, and to hear about topics that related to curiosity, that related to technology, not even necessarily to our world, but to interests that our employees had that we thought other people would be interested in. So that's one of the things that we did. We've done recently. We understood that with the the bubbling market that we're dealing with, or even the boiling market we're dealing with. Mobility is something that's super important to people. The ability not just to move upwards, but to move sideways in organizations, that there's room to learn and grow, and that you don't have to leave a company in order to change your role. So we've done a campaign on digital media around mobility. We we asked employees to talk about it. We showed videos. We've got some very cool animated videos that really show the story of real employees who have moved over the years from one role to another, either laterally or upwards. That's really bringing in a lot of attention. Um, We we try to thread the language of our value proposition through everything that we do. So when I said that it's not just about parties and billboards, it's also about digital campaigns that you monitor, that you optimize. It's perfect marketing methodology just being used with people and, and potential recruits and the name of the company rather than with products that, you, that you're trying to sell and, and people who are buying those products.
1: Now, a, a little bit of a weird question. But how do you know that it's working? How how- would, because, you know, when I develop software or when I solve mathematical equations, I, I know sort of when I'm on the right track, right? I can see my accuracy and my precision with my AI models. But with something like employer branding, how do I know whether I'm doing a good job or not?
0: So it's a fantastic question and there are two answers to that. And it was probably the first question that that came up when I joined and I started learning this role. I was like, but how do I know it works? I love it. I put it online and I don't see that many people are sharing it. So it didn't go viral. How do I know that a specific campaign has worked? there are scientific ways that you go in and you analyze the results. So if you have a campaign, we measure it like we would any other marketing campaign. It goes through a funnel where you you know, you know expose people to it, and then you see who clicked on it and went through to the website. And you can actually see from many, many hundreds of people who are exposed to campaigns that are targeted for specific audiences in specific countries, how many in the end send their CVs. But it's a very challenging thing. I can tell you, for example, we have uh, offices in Europe, we've seen in Romania and in Bulgaria, it takes around 14 touch points before somebody will submit a CV. Wow. It's unbelievable, which means that they need to have seen the website, you need to have reached to them on social media, you need to know where they're surfing so that you've got your PR out there in the right places and you've got your campaigns out in the right places. Um, When you call them, you need to know what kind of uh, interactions they've already had. So you really have to be on the ball just like you would be with any other marketing campaign. We had a campaign earlier this year when we did the spinoff. It was quite amazing. So for the spinoff, this was where everything that I do comes together. The internal communications, getting employees on board, getting the name out there. We shared with 2,000 employees what the new name was three months before we launched the new name externally. And by, you know, there's a joke that if you want to tell a secret between two people, one of them needs to be dead. Yeah, yeah you had 2000 people who kept a secret because they were in it, it was theirs. They felt the sense of belonging and ownership. Unbelievable. So,
1: Unbelievable.
0: so that's really that's really what we do. So with the spinoff, right? We had this amazing internal communication campaign. And then we did all sorts of things. We sent all the swag to employees' homes because we were still at home with COVID. We did a beautiful event around the spin-off when we went on to NASDAQ from our management's homes. And we, at the end of it all, we saw that employees created a viral campaign all by themselves. They were posting pictures of the stuff they got. We had pictures of their pets all over social media. They were sometimes tagging us, sometimes not tagging us. It was unbelievable to see what happened from employees. And you can also see that that affected the campaign. So we had a campaign around the rebrand, around the new name, who we are, to get our brand awareness there with potential employees. And when you look at the numbers afterwards, we realized that we got hundreds of CVs, even though we weren't even trying to recruit at the time, specifically with this campaign, hundreds of CVs came in as a result of one or more of the touch points that we worked on. So it's wow. the numbers, but I said are two things. The numbers is one. The other, it's like any other marketing activity, gut instinct. It's Is this going to work? It's Are people talking about it? How excited are employees getting about this? Are they sharing? Perhaps I can give you one more example of Please. something that was amazing. So first of all, I joined here and I've got this huge scope and I realized we kept going outside the office to record things. And I said, you know, let's build a studio in the offices. So we built a little studio on the first floor. Did I mention already that our CMO has vision, right? I just <laughs> said, that we need this? So we did it. And in the studio, we have all sorts of things. We have a specific role at the moment that we're looking for in the company. Maybe by the time this is broadcast, it will have been full, but we're looking for a global head of recruiting. And the person hiring for it is amazing. She's dynamic. She's fun. She's really great. And we're having a hard time to fill the role. So we took her into the studio took 20 minutes and recorded her and realized that actually the bloopers from the recording were even more interesting than the recording itself. Wow. So we posted a video where she kind of pulls a little fun at herself. She laughs at herself a bit. She speaks about some of the terms we use in job postings that are overused. <laughs> and if I tell you, this thing has gone wild. People wow. it. And it wasn't a big investment. We did it in-house. the Our video manager did it sometimes you just don't know but sometimes your gut instinct tells you this is the way to go and you need to go with it whether the numbers uh, point that way or not
1: I, I just love it I love it and I, and I I'm, I wish that I, I could spend more time you know just diving into this world myself because I think that it's just such such a a fascinating idea how do you get people on board and you know today we're talking about you know salaries and equity and all that stuff but at the end people want to feel welcome and they want to feel part of something great and i and I, it's going to take me some time to reflect back on this idea of keeping a secret amongst two thousand people for three months uh, and it's not a small secret it's a pretty big it's a pretty big deal and i'm sure that everybody understood that and so it's going to take me a bit of time to reflect on how how that even happened and if i were in your shoes, what I would do today. Uh, so, so I'm going to be asking you some questions after this episode uh, because this is just fascinating. Uh, but but Tracy, really thank you for the time and thank you for sharing with me, you know, your own perspective and your own journey. And I can't believe you're only at, the, at this employer branding for a year. Uh, it sounds really, really exciting and, and fascinating. A little bit about you, you know, take me back You know, as far back as elementary school, middle school. Back then, were you also really interested in communications and culture? Or or were you fascinated by other things?
0: I love people and I love talking. (laughs) I was always going to, (laughs) you joked about it, uh, being an actress. I I always planned to be an actress. I used to practice my Oscar speech. So (laughs) I've always had roles where I could talk to people. My formal education is in counseling, but even there, and I'm an English teacher. But even there, it's about bringing people together and making sure that messages get across. So yes, I think communication really runs through my blood.
1: I love it. And if you had to choose a few words for yourself, Tracy, that you would use to describe yourself, what would they be?
0: Um, Empathetic. I would say that I'm motherly. I have three kids of my own, but I think that the people around me in general feel like there's a mother hen in me. (laughs) Ambitious and caring.
1: I love it, Tracy. Thank you very, very much. Uh, I can't wait to hear more stories about um, about employer branding, especially as we're talking about thousands of people. You know, it's one thing to to work on building a culture with you know a few dozen people or even a few hundred people, but when you're thinking strategically about how to build a culture that is going to suit thousands of people in, in such of a big company, I think that's just a different ball game and requires a little bit of different thinking. Thank you very, very much, Tracy. Stay safe stay, stay stay safe and stay healthy. And until next time.
0: And I just want to say thank you so much for giving me the platform. And I think it's really easy at the end of the day when you work in a company with an amazing culture. That's my pleasure. Thank Thank you. you.